0: Welcome to the Accepted Authority Podcast, where we show you how to overcome a common growth challenge. I'm Andy Marmont, and as always, with me is Greg Roworth. G'day, Greg. G'day, Andy. Now today we have a great topic. If you listen to our last episode, we talk about how to overcome and take control of your sales process. This one follows on from it. We're going to talk about how are we going to nurture our leads, our prospective clients, in a way that's not spammy, that gets results and continues to keep us as an authority, keeps us top of mind. So we're really talking about a communications approach, a strategic approach that focuses on digital, where our clients obviously are living right now, uh, but also in our experiences, you know, what's worked and what hasn't in terms of that lead nurture process. So I think to start with uh, Greg, what's your experience been when we're talking about how are we going to nurture leads in a way that allows us to still be seen as, as the authority over time?
1: Yeah, great uh, topic, Andy. And um, this is one that it, it took me a long time to learn um, because I was uh, always focused on making the sale. So you know, my approach was get a lead, get them into a sales meeting, put a presentation and and proposal, and try to close them. And if we didn't get to that point, it was like okay, that's a lead lost, um, and there was no follow up, no nurture, no comeback. Um, what I began to learn and uh, became very effective uh, in our process of um, Lead generation to lead conversion was to actually recognise that there's a value in having leads and um, and creating a, an environment where leads can be nurtured before you try to push them into a sales meeting. Um, so not not to be too aggressive or um, you know, pushy, I guess, around. Putting people into a sales meeting, but letting them self-select when they're ready um, to to come into a sales meeting. So, what I learned is that there are actually two steps in this process that we, um, well, maybe three steps. You know, first is a lead generation process, then a lead nurturing process, then a lead conversion process. So, rather than just see it all as one process, you know, and often we talk about marketing, let's market, let's get leads to into a sales meeting. Um, so when our marketing is going out broadly to everyone to try to get them into a sales meeting, it's a very time-consuming, often expensive process in our marketing to get sales qualified leads. So if our objective is first of all, with our marketing, is to get those people in our database. And I often have a, a a bit of a chuckle about this. I used to hear um, a lot of times, you know, when people are trying to do marketing and uh, they don't get sales out of it, um, they tell me, well, at least we got our name out there. <laughs> um, and I really came to realise it's not about us getting our name out there. It's about getting their name into our database so that we can, Nurture them yes. and you know bring warm them up so they're ready for a sales meeting. So I think when we have that understanding that our objective for lead generation is to create a database of warm leads who are getting or well, really going through the process of knowing us, liking us, trusting us, so they're ready for us to have a sales meeting, um, or and they're ready for that. So, you know, that important part of nurturing then comes into play, which was something I really didn't give much time and attention to before. But yes. over you know, the yeah. last few years, I've understood the value of that. Um, but again, you know, a lot of consultants make the mistake of sending sales information, you know, sending like, come to a sales meeting, here's what, we, here's what we're offering, you know, here's a list of our services, um and you know, come and talk to us about that. and really that salesy type messaging puts most people off. So what I found to be the best and most valuable um, type of nurturing information is content that adds value you know information about the problem that they they typically have, problems that our ideal clients um, are suffering and, you know yes. the information about how to solve that problem. So when they're when we're educating and adding value that way, they don't see it as sales messages. They see it as value from us, and that you know through that process they start to like us and trust us to have the right solution for them. So when they're ready, they'll they'll put their hand up and say, "Let's yes. meet."
0: Wow, what a great summation! Uh, thank you. Thank you, Greg. I think just taking from that around once you've got your lead generation process humming is, yes, you're, I want to talk a bit more about the approach and and the sort of thinking around what kind of content you need to have because mm. I, I see consulting firms uh, have sort of two skills of thought. One is exactly what you said, the promotion element. We've, we've got a webinar. We've got a product. We've got a service. Uh, are you interested or not? Which obviously goes down like a lead balloon most times. Mm. The second thing and the second approach is irrelevant information. So this is generally where we feel like it's really important to say we won an award or look at us. Mm. Sometimes meet a team member, but generally it's more about it goes along the side. To me, it's along the signs of, of things like, well, what what is really in it for them because as a business owner, you feel like, well, everyone should know about Harry who's just joined our staff or everyone should know about the award we we just won, right? Or, but that's really not the case. And I think this is where we've got to think about our nurture process is really the beginning of a, of a long-term plan. And I'll give you an example. So I used to have a, uh, an email newsletter that went out to my community, some leads, but mostly my community 12 months ago, and that was generally about certain topics that I thought would be of of relevant. But what I've done is over the last sort of three months, I've changed it where I've decided to each month, I'd pick one particular uh, challenge or one particular thing, and I would Mm -hmm. share stories based on that particular thing. So maybe it's a lesson that I've learned. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's a client experience. Maybe it's a result that happened. Um, Maybe it's a tool, maybe it's a report that I've seen. So essentially what we're saying there is if you can illustrate and and have content that is through story, then you're going to create the connection. People actually want to sort of read it. So Mm. as a result of that, if you look back at the initial work that we did, I was probably getting a 20 to 25% open rate and there was maybe 100 or so people on that list. Anyway, Mm. so I paired it back and I've changed up my, my all the, so these are the people that basically were prospects. So it's a much smaller list uh, initially. However, the content, the open rate is 40, 50, in some cases, 60%. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, uh, people are actually clicking on my booking link and clicking on some of the free marketing tools. Mm-hmm. And I don't advertise it in the body of the email. And that's at the end in my, what we call a super mm-hmm. signature which is basically yeah. here's three ways we can help you. So mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting experiment. So now obviously all our clients and what we do, if we are looking to grow customer value and if we're looking to continue nurturing these leads and have more mm-hmm. conversations with these prospects, um, if we can design a plan that really is, is considered around story and considered around problem and, and sort of value and solution addressing, mm-hmm. you do that every week. For mm. um, three months, six months, twelve months, yeah. then you're going to dramatically improve your chance of not just be not just generating leads and, and closing more sales, but to me, it's about also being smart about your lead nurture list and and being able to actually generate activity that, that does make sense. And um, so, my coach as another quick story. Um, he he uh, told me the other day that he sent. Um, he had an inquiry for someone in, in August last year. They had a meeting. Um, for whatever reason, it wasn't the right time. He's continued to send emails uh, talking about solutions and, and problems and doing our communication cadence. And anyway, he popped up a couple of weeks and go and said, hey, I think we need to talk. So it's hmm. it's 18 months later. Hmm. Kept, you know, there's contact. It's it's valuable. It's It's doing the right things. It's not expecting... And as a result, this is what, you know, he's come back and said, look, I think we, you know, we need to have a conversation. So Hmm. so a couple of, you know, a couple of quick stories around how, if we do our nurturing process in the right way, that's through again, always through the lens of the customer, the lens Hmm. of our ideal client, then you're going to, you're going to dramatically change your results and actually do get some activity that you want, um, I mean, have you, have you sort of had the similar experience, Greg, with the work that you do at the moment?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in fact, just the last week I had um, a, a you know, conversation with um, a, a guy who's been on my mailing list for probably just over 12 months and uh, you know, he's been consuming my information. He's registered for a couple of webinars but hasn't turned up to, to them um, um, you know, but sending another article and, and a blog post, um, yeah, you know, and he's come to the point where say, yeah, I think it's time we had a talk. Um, so you know, it's about the 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 style of that information, the consistency of the information, and you know, multi-channelled information as yes. well. I think, you know, seeing not only. Um, you know, popping up in uh, the email inbox if if they're there, but you now utilizing the LinkedIn connections. Uh, a lot of us um, are told to you know, go out and make connections and, and promote ourselves, try to get into conversations with new connections. But what about all the old connections we've got that haven't, you know, haven't communicated to us? Um, I've yes. prompted conversations with those people. Um, just by regularly sending another piece of value information. Um, now, and I'll do that in a couple of ways. One is I'll send um, a title. Now, I've just written uh, an article titled blah blah blah. Um, you know, would you like me to send, send you the link? Um, sometimes I'll get, you know, well, you know, I'll get the response, yes, I'd love to read that. Or uh, and so then I'll send the link. What that does is, you know, initiates a bit of a conversation because then I can know who to go back to and say, you know, what did you think of the article did you have any response, you know, whatever, and and stimulate a conversation that way. Sometimes I'll just write an article and send the link in in the message. So it's just, you know, there's no no extra hoops to jump through, just here's a value article. But when they get to the website with the article, there's a call to action at the end of the article that they can take another step. So, you know, it's about varying it up and changing it up a little bit in terms of the ways that you're doing it. So it's not coming across as well. You know, here's a you know a, a process that you're trying to get me into a sales conversation every time. You know, I know if I read that article or I click, you know, do it this way that I'm going to have to say no at some point to what you're asking me to do. So, you know, give and take, you know, so yes. you're giving giving value, knowing that from the client's perspective, you, you're thinking here's what uh, we know is going to be valuable to you. Here it is. You know, sometimes, you know, yeah, let's see if you're interested in that. I don't want to waste your time. Um, but other times it's just, here it is. No, 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 uh, you no, no extra loops to jump through. and uh, yeah, allowing them to make the choice and then respond in their own time.
0: yeah, the the idea around the uh, sending out valuable information is something that we can all do. And mm. we just need to be smart about how we go about doing it. and and obviously, we want to test out the reception of that content because if we're not getting anyone say yes, then mm. it's it's not resonating. And that's how things like email and you can check and see, you know, how much uptake you're getting in the subject line. And also if they're reading the article, if they're clicking through mm. the link. So it's a really valuable point, Greg, around around yeah. there. I, th- I think the other the other point about this this lead nurture piece is, is expectations. Um, we know that very small percentage of people are ready to buy right now. And we shared a couple of mm. examples and, and you did it before around. Um, some mum just not the right time. So, yeah. so really, if you if you if you look at marketing as a view of it's a long term game, yes, we want some short term wins because we need to be able to justify what we're doing is working. But to me if if you, if you look at a 12 month body of work and you think, okay, out of those twelve months we've generated you know ten new sales and but out of those uh, out of the hundred leads that we've generated, then you know thirty of those are, are, are pretty warm. We had some really good conversations. Mm. It's not quite right now. And maybe fifty percent of them are just not—they're just not the right size or, or what have you. And mm-hmm. you, but you do that consistently over time, and then you're going to really start build up a, a body of potential uh, clients and collaborators and partners. Mm-hmm. And but I think what you what you mentioned earlier, Greg, around consistency. Yeah, that's a that was a really important point for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, uh, consistency also for me says to someone that you are a person of your word which mm. sounds a bit weird, but if you think about and you say, look, we've got this email that will, you know, we've got a um, content that we can send to you every so often and maybe it's it's every week. But if you send it every week or if you send it every mm. month or whatever you want to do, then they feel like it's not just a random exercise they've invested into it and they're actually they're thinking about how they go about it. So, mm. so that in that small way, it actually elevates you in their eyes, mm-hmm. but also you need consistency to be able to see and prove and test and measure. It's no use doing something for three months and then saying, oh, I don't know if it worked." Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, classic example is that I worked with a client for three months and we did initial piece of work and they generated leads and there was some opportunities there. And we had a whole bunch of people that, you know, with potential, you know, the, if they pause that, then, mm-hmm that's basically you're basically wasting wasting all that activity. I mean, it's all you know. You you just got to find a way to um, do what's working, but continue and at least continue that activity because there's a uh, there's like what we call a lead perishability. You know, there's Mm. like a a lead a lead half life, if you like. And the longer Mm. that you you go without maybe emailing or, or talking to them. The you know the less chance that you're going to get about having some response. Maybe you'll get someone that says, "Oh, hey, you know, great to great to connect, Greg. It's been over a year. Great to mm. connect." But generally, it's you're just leaving yourself. Uh, it's just much harder to be able to to have that impact and actually continue to build those relationships. So, to yeah. me, this lead nurture pieces around mm-hmm. you establish a relationship. Not everyone's ready to buy mm. or straight away. But if you can have a process where it's, uh, it's over time, it's consistent, it adds value, you know, you look back in 12 months and say, wow, look, these, these are all the potential people. This is the, this is the, uh, this is where we've got to now. Uh, that's really the goal, isn't it? Of our lead nurture yeah. process.
1: Yeah. Um, really you know, the the goal is to fill the gaps in for the client because they've, you know, when they first come across us, they know very little about us, and they don't know if we've got a solution for them. Half the time, they don't even know the problems they're suffering, and until we tell them, so yeah. um, you know, our objective is really giving clients enough information so they see some value in having a, an initial conversation with us. Um, to see if working together is going to be you know, um, productive and uh, profitable. So, um, yeah, having having a specific strategic process to do that consistently, um, you know, and as you say, that consistency shows that we're, well, there's integrity, but it also proves that we're reliable. And, uh, you know, that's another step in the building trust process. So, you know, having that process, we're really answering the, all the questions that we know are in our clients' minds that we need to answer to make it easy for them to work with us so that we're really overcoming all the objections that they might have in a sales meeting through our marketing nurturing process. So when Absolutely. you know they, they get to that point where all the objections are answered, what stops them from going ahead? You know, it's really, if they believe all those things that are in place that says, well, there's no reason why we shouldn't gain from this uh, relationship, let's take it up a notch. Let's go to the next level. Um, And, um, yeah, so, you know, that nurturing process is all about filling in the gaps for our clients and what they need to know to make it, you know, just a no-brainer to work with us.
0: If you're uh, if you're credited with the if you diagnose the problem, then you often get credited with the solution, right? So I think you've yeah. you've, you've you've again you've, you've beautifully sort of summarised what we're what we're trying to say here. So I think thank you, Greg. That was fantastic. Um, so if we want to know some more information about you, uh, where should we go?
1: Okay. As always, uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn. Just search for Greg Roworth and uh, also my website at businessflightpath.com.
0: Fantastic. Uh, You can find me at Andy Marmont on LinkedIn. Feel free to uh, connect with me. Otherwise, our website is concurve.com.au. This has been the Accepted Authority Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.